Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It is Tuesday, and I hope y'all's week is off to an amazing start. If you didn't know, today is International Volunteer Day. Translation, do something meaningful without getting paid. Yay. So stop by our nursing home, rescue a cat, you know, go feed some people. Like, you know, just do something. Um, Now, coming up on today's show. Now, by the way, I feel like I do International Volunteer every day because I really be up on... Mark Zuckerberg's Instagram for free doing a whole job. Okay. I I, be, I really do a whole job on that Instagram for free. <laughs> um, but you know what? I feel like it is necessary and it does bring me joy to know that I am bringing information and joy to people. So coming on today's show, we're going to bring information and joy to people. We are going to provide you with some black here news. I'm going to fill you in on House Resolution 888, tell you why I'm side-eyeing it, and tell you why you should be too, possibly. Uh, NASA wants to build houses on the moon, right? On the moon. Yeah, apparently we don't have nowhere else here for, for houses. Apparently we... So we got to go to the, the moon. Mm-hmm. The colonization don't never stop. They said, can't stop, won't stop. Take it all the way to the top. And by the top, we mean of the atmosphere and outside of it. Uh, later, we're going to share how black we feel today. And we're going to get into our big up, let down. Every day, I give somebody props for some dopeness and blows for some dumbness. And uh, today's big ups and let downs involve Michael B. Jordan, Akia, and an elderly new mom. How's it going to shape up? How's it going to land? How's it going to land? You got to stick around to find out. All right. We're going to stick around and do some voting and venting. And, you know, Fat Joe got some things he want to share. And all that is coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. So don't go anywhere. Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and it is time for pop culture news. All right, let's get into it. In a conversation with Gail King about young thug and the use of rap lyrics in court, rapper Fat Joe admitted that that boy's a liar, that he has lied in 95% of his songs. 95%? I have a theory about this, though, but let's hear what he had to say. Okay. I've been rapping professionally for 30 years. I've lied in almost 95% of my songs. <laughs> I'm being lied, honest. Lied. Lied. How? Like, just, what do you just, mean? I write like I feel that day. Mm-hmm. I'm just being creative. You couldn't build the jail high enough for the lyrics I've said on songs, which are all untrue. 
I'm telling you, I lied for 30 years of my life on music, just being creative and telling stories. How could you be charged for your imagination? The okay. way that these cats is like, you're not going to indict me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I went on Gail King and said, I ain't mean that. Would I be lying to Gail King? Come on now. I think that this is a very strong, loud and, <laughs> long, and, and wrong assertion. I think he's lying about lying, actually. Okay. okay. Um. But I do think that there is something to be said for the fact that, like, a lot of folks look to musicians to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I would be I would be so disappointed if, like, I got to heaven and Bob Marley was like, "Yeah, I know. I didn't mean none of that." <laughs> like, There's no one left. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, I never sat in a government yard in trench tongue. Absorbing the hypocrites and mingling with the good people we meet. That never happened. Uh, I was, it was just something that I thought was creative. But you know, we do oh. know though that there are, what were you going to say, Rita? What if he, what if he didn't shoot the sheriff? What if he was lying about that the whole time? <laughs> he didn't do it. I mean, I think that, I think, exactly, there was an admission. There was an admission made. Um, as somebody who has dated rappers, um, uh-huh. I think that most of the lying is done by those of us who are listening to the songs and just willfully applying cognitive dissonance to the things that are being said in the songs. I know that I have dated rappers who would be like on record, like I'm an Idaho. I love all the hoes. I love all the hoes. I'm like, but you love me though. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) doesn't mean it. So there's that. But I do, I do think though, that when we, when we hear cats on certain records, we know they're lying off top. Mm-hmm. Like, let's keep it a bug, you know? I mean, but then we also know when they're like telling the truth. So let's right. give some examples. Okay, let's give okay. some examples. First and foremost, let's, we're not even going to start with rap. We're going to start with R&B. When After Seven said, I'll give you everything and more. All that I've got is yours. <laughs> I'll give you everything. He said, I'll give you my heart, my soul, my time. My love is a fountain. I will be your earth. You're lying. Okay. (laughs) You don't even have a fountain to give. Dang. (laughs) You got it. He said, I will be the planet upon which you are building. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. He said, I'll be your earth. That's a strong assertion to make to anybody that you didn't physically create. <laughs> Maybe this is a, a divorce song all the while. <laughs> Listen. He's taking everything. <laughs> These are the, the, the other parts about this, though, is I want to I want to point out that all R&B songs before like 2010 mm-hmm. right. were all written within the two weeks of knowing somebody. The first two weeks of doing somebody. <laughs> the honeymoon phase. Honeymoon yeah. phase, all of it. And now all the songs are written in the first two weeks of a breakup. Like Bang. where you haven't, if you haven't got your, you know, your separation anxiety is really strongly there. Like the anger, you're, you're swirling through emotions. But anyone talk about I'll be your earth. He just got some new good, good. And he's really <laughs> affected strongly by it. Uh, <laughs> now in contrast, when Snoop Dogg said, rolling down the street, mm. smoking endo, mm. sipping on gin and juice, mm-hmm. 
laid back mm-hmm. with my mind on my money and my money on my mind, I believe mm-hmm. you, bro. Definitely. Yeah. I believe you. Yep. There's nobody more laid back than Calvin Cortazar Brodus. Okay. Because <laughs> that man had a murder charge and still talked like this. Okay. I would get bass in my voice if I had a murder charge. Okay. Said, no, I'm still up here with it. I'm still up here with it. What do y'all think? Any Are there any lyrics that you have ever heard in a song and you immediately, like, it took you out the joy of the song? Like, now you, come on now. For me, it's Mob Deep. One of the features said, Blank couldn't touch me if he snuffed me. Well, that's not, no, that's actually part of being snuffed is that someone touched you. That's the thing. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And then in the same verse, he said, even take my gat to see my PO. No, you don't. Why are you lying to us? <laughs> Big Noid, that's who said it. You never took you never took your gat to see a PO. Quit lying. <laughs> you you wore a you wore a tie. Anyway, if you have any thoughts, any on lyrics, hit me up. 1855-Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. We'll be right back with voting inventing. Hey, Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals here. It's time for a voting and venting. Call us up and vent about voting. It's your opportunity and mine to just share what's on your mind. Contemplating who should get your vote, vexed about certain laws being voted on in your city. Are you concerned about what even to vote for or who even to vote for? We want to hear about it. Voting and venting. Who's on the line? Hey, hey, Amanda, this is uh, Raul. Listen, um, it seems like all these candidates they be pandering for our vote, you know, whether it be Trump or Biden or Joe Blow or whoever. They'll come to my church. They'll go to a favorite liquor store. They'll come to a daycare and try to get your vote. Then when you end up voting for whoever, they getting off just don't seem to care about the community anymore. It's clear care about my vote or my problem. I, I think I shouldn't even vote anymore because that's just how I feel all the time. Right? That's, that's my problem. Bye. So here's the thing. When he says that he feels like these politicians get in office and they pander for the vote in order to get the vote and then they get in office Mm -hmm. and they don't honor the vote. So he Mm -hmm. doesn't know what the point of voting is. I just feel like that's not the response to figure out a solution. Like, I don't feel like disengaging is necessary the way. And I have yet to hear anybody explain to me why disengaging is the way. Like, I just feel like I haven't really gotten a clear because maybe there is a legitimate reason you know, behind that action that they feel can move things in the direction. But unless everybody doesn't vote, <laughs> right. then just, it's just going to be down to the people who did vote. And that's going to determine, you know, who is going to be in office. And so I feel like there's a certain level of like surrender that's happening when you do that. Just like, you know, yeah. just giving it. I don't. Yeah. You know, one thing, though, Amanda, I thought was interesting, the. So I've been at church before where you have a politician that has never been in the church will come. Oh, I ain't never been church. That, of course. <laughs> We're talking to a seven-year veteran of an inspiration show. See, I haven't said it in a long time. Let me make my point. I haven't said it in a long point. time. Okay, now what were you going to say? What were you going to say? Well, they'll come in and a pastor will give them the mic. And I always, I don't know how I feel about that, you know, because a lot of times we don't see them again. And sometimes, you know, depending on the church, it could be a Republican. It could be a Democrat, whichever side, you know, you're on. And I never know if that's a good thing when they are able to come into these spaces and plead for your vote. Well, I think the reality is that if they're coming into your church, the pastor should be challenging them. Right. Like the pa- either the pastor right. should create a forum 
where you all are able to connect with them in your own safe space, mm-hmm. or the pastor should have already talked to the people of the congregation, gathered mm-hmm. up questions and concerns, and relayed them to this individual in the presence of the congregation. But I completely feel you. Like when I see that, I feel like somebody got their pockets lined. Or they got a promise. There's some type Ooh. of quid pro quo situation. Like if you come in, if I, if I come in and let you come in my church and do this, and you're going to allow right. us to do X, Y, Z. And then people right. will call that politics. And I'm like, that's what we need to get out of. The, the actual action of politics has become completely dysfunctional in our, mm-hmm. in the progression of our government. It's very functional for people with the money though. It's very functional. <laughs> I like well, that I first idea though. The forum? Yeah, I feel like kind of having pastors say, if you want to come to my church, oh, that's fine, but allow my, my, Congregation. my people to speak to you. You're right, actually speak to you, not just wax poetic for five minutes and then leave. It's access. They're getting right. valuable access. They should have to work for it before mm-hmm. they get to work for us. All right, so at the end of every voting and venting session, we always do a mantra. We breathe in. <laughs> All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. Breathe out. (laughs) Breathe out. But if we don't stand for something, we will fall for anything. Anything? Anything. Vote your interests, not your disinterests. For the record, I never know what the mantra is going to be until we actually do it and I read it. And every time I want to fight Rita Brent. (laughs) We'll be right back with 60 Second Headlines. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to get into some 60-second headlines. All righty. First up, many Muslim American leaders in several pivotal states like Pennsylvania, Michigan, Florida, Arizona, and Wisconsin have pledged to rally their communities against President Joe Biden's bid for re-election due to his backing of Israel's war in Gaza. It looked like they're about to have Kamala saying... We didn't do it, Joan. <laughs> also, Democratic Rich, Democratic Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney announced Monday that he will run for Virginia governor in 2025. He served as the first black secretary of the Commonwealth and is now his second term as mayor. Virginia listeners, are you listening? Call in. Tell us what you know. Give us the tea. You rocking with Mayor Stoney or no? Also, executive producer Kelsey Grammer plans to reboot the early 2000s TV show Girlfriends. He revealed that we will see a reboot in one way or another, but it probably look different, you know, as far as the show goes. Why can't you just make a new show? Mm. Why can't it just be a new show? I'm with you on that one. I'm with you. Also, Ashanti is pregnant with her first child after rekindling her romance with Nelly earlier this year. So what came first, you think? The rekindling of the romance or the pregnancy? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, y'all, after 100 shows, Usher's residency in Vegas came to an end this past weekend, and one of his last serenades went to Jennifer Hudson, who was there with Common. Okay, well, congratulations. I went to that show. You went to that show, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I think it's an incredible feat to do 100 shows in Vegas. And it was almost scandal-free. Good job! <laughs> All right, those are your 60-second headlines. When we come back, we'll go to the phone lines. one 855 amanda 8 We'll be right back to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals Show. We are. 
It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thank you for listening. Remember, if you missed anything, you can check our show out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So you can check our show out wherever you get the podcasts at. You can also listen at theamandasealshow.com or on the radio. Let's go to the phone lines. What's up? Hey, Amanda. Love you out here in the Fredericksburg. Saw you in D.C. Keep doing you, girl. We love you and we support you. You are the voice of the smart people. Thank you. That's a heavy burden. <laughs> That's smart people, period. All of them. All, all of the smart people? Ooh, shit out. Um, well, I am happy to be counted amongst the smart people. I will say that. I take that very, very um, seriously. So appreciate you. And thank you for listening to the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, you can be like she was on the air. All you got to do is give us a call. one 855 8 That's one 855 When we get back next hour, I'm going to fill you in on House Resolution 888 and why it might matter to you. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. show i am amanda seals and we got some birthdays today it is lauren london's birthday happy birthday lauren also happy birthday to carrie hilson and happy birthday happy um heavenly birthday to little richard okay this would have been a great time to play that legendary clip when little richard was just like y'all need to give the award to me while he was giving someone else an award (laughs) but he like wasn't wrong somehow like he was actually like right legitimately telling the truth. Uh, we got some Blackheart news this hour. Are you ready? We're going to tell you about House Resolution 888, why it has me side-eyeing a lot of people. Plus, we got our big up let down. Every day I give somebody props for some dopeness and blows for some dumbness. We got starring uh, our big up let down stars Michael B. Jordan, Akia, and a new mom in Uganda. So you got to stick around and find out how those things come together. In what All world? Right. In what world? We'll also take some of your calls. Okay? Now, remember... If you miss any of the show, you can check out our daily podcast wherever you get your podcast. And if you want to get in on our group chat topic of the week, hmm, it's about the pros and cons of dating a younger man. 
Now, I know some of y'all are like, why does it have to be gendered? Because people have specific experiences depending on specificities about them. And women who are older, dating younger men, that is a specific experience. Ask Cher, okay? Because she's the one who put us onto it. She's 77 dating a 35-year-old. And he said she's wearing him out. But well, we want to hear from you all. one 855 8 that's one 262 That's our group chat this week, all right? Holla at your girl. We'll be right back with more Black Eyed News here at the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Time to get into some Black Eyed News. I'm going to get kind of serious with you right now because I want y'all to pay attention. Mm-hmm. So House Resolution 888 has been passed. First, I want to state what a House Resolution is, okay? okay? In the context of, like, legislation, a resolution is non-binding, meaning it's not a law. You know, someone can't arrest you because of what was decided in a resolution. A resolution mm-hmm. only takes place within the House of Representatives or the Senate, and it doesn't mm-hmm. cross over. Like, if the Senate Mm -hmm. makes a resolution, the House don't got to abide by it, okay? they like, that's ours, that's ours. However, the thing about the resolution is that it can inform the way that conversations are going to be had within that chamber. So it is, even though it has a certain level of performativeness to it, it does set a bar, okay? Mm -hmm. It sets a bar. So House Resolution 888 passed 412 to 1. It needed a two-thirds majority to pass. And the resolution essentially has all of these um, very specific guidelines around how to speak about or if you can speak about Israel. And when we are now in a current scenario that is very volatile, And we see that it's not just volatile in terms of like the actual violence that's taking place on the ground, but it's also volatile in the sense that people here in America don't feel like they can speak honestly. They don't feel like they can speak earnestly. You know, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of um, attacking and attention around the language. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that House Resolution 888 says that has got a lot of people feeling some type of way is that it recognizes that anybody challenging the country of Israel to exist as anti-Semitic. Now, the reason why this is such a problem is because Israel is an ethno state that does not function as a democracy for anyone outside of the Jewish religion. However, it is also run by Zionists, and that is not a religion. That is a political Mm -hmm. point of view. Mm -hmm. So like MAGA, it's a political point of view, right? And within that framework, if you have a political point of view, that means you have appointed officials, right? Who are carrying Mm -hmm. out these behaviors, actions, legislation, et cetera. So if challenging the political official deems you as anti-Semitic, then you do not want to be considered anti-Semitic. So that silences people from being able to challenge these government officials. And that allows them to carry out things beyond reproach. And many people feel like what is taking place in Palestine is really beyond what should be allowed of a country. 
and that Mm -hmm. Israel is allowed to carry forth with these behaviors because of protections that are echoed in House Resolution 888. Now, the next phase of this is an act that is supposed to be proposed any day now that is going to criminalize outside of the House Mm -hmm. anyone who challenges Zionist beliefs. And that is a huge problem because many human rights organizations, as well as the UN, identify that Palestine has been under occupation and an apartheid Mm -hmm. rule. Mm -hmm. And it is the equivalent of saying that if you challenged South Africa for being an apartheid state, that you should get arrested. It is the exact same situation. Right. That is what this act could do. It is very disconcerting because what I want to remind all of y'all is that criminalization is a creation. When we are electing people into positions of power, we call it a position of power because they are determining the ways in which we exist, what we're allowed to do lawfully and unlawfully. They determine why you can get a gun at 18, but you can't you rent a car. To, you know what I'm saying? Like there's different mm-hmm. rules. Like mm-hmm. they're determining what is considered consent. Is it 18? Is it 16 in some states? Right. They're making these laws. So when you see your mans in them locked up right now for weed, but since they was locked up, weed became legal. Right. The people now doing the exact same thing your mans in them was doing aren't criminals, but your mans and them are right. Criminalization is creation. And we are currently watching the attempt to create a criminal act out of challenging a government that is not even our own. Take that in. Why should black people care? I mean, if I got to say it now, I don't know what else to say. I feel like I laid it out. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. If you missed our last break where I broke down uh, House Resolution 888 and the law that could come along with it, I really implore you to check out our podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can hear my explanation. I feel like I really TED talked the ish out of that. And I would like as many people to uh, get into that and also just to understand how this can impact you. Uh, So make sure you, you do that. All right, let's go to the phone lines. What's on the phone. What's on the Jack. Who's there. Hey, Amanda Seals. This is Brenton from Columbus. And I just wanted to get some advice. Um, Not recently, but this past summer I got out of a long-term relationship. It was six years and I always get sick around the holidays and I'm sick right now, obviously with a hundred and, one, maybe 102 fever, but I've never been sick alone. Like, I don't have anyone taking care of me or like asking me if I want any water or taking care of my dog. And it, it just kind of feels like a new low. Like it's, it's mm. depressing, but like there's the reality of it all. And I guess I just want to get some general advice about like loneliness and living by yourself and coming out of a long-term relationship and some guidance. Oh, well, I'm sorry you're sick. I hope you feel better. Drink a lot of fluids. Feel better. You know, I think that it's all about perspective, right? And Mm -hmm. now I don't know if you were the reason that y'all broke up. (laughs) If you were, then you got some time alone to now reflect on your behavior, right? And not 
necessarily wallow in it, but challenge yourself mm-hmm. to to better yourself, right? And if you weren't the reason, well, baby, you free, free, mm-hmm. freedom. <laughs> in either case, you're being challenged to level up. And I think that for me, when I came first out of this relation, this long-term relationship, I mean, I've, I've had to live a very independent life regardless, but it really just becomes a matter of thinking of yourself, not just lonely, but as just alone and alone mm-hmm. can be very empowering. If you can wrap your head around it, it can be very empowering to know that you can take care of yourself when you're sick, because now that's a fear that you just conquered. <laughs> like right. that's off the table now. And I feel like for every fear you conquer, it's like you're in a video game. You level up. You know what I'm saying? For every situation that you haven't been in before that you've managed your way through, it's like Mm -hmm. you look at it as a challenge and it gives you purpose to move through it. So being solo now is not, of course, easy and it's going to be difficult emotionally, but it's also a new challenge for you to commit yourself to, to prove something beautiful to yourself. And when you look at it that way, I feel like you can find something far more positive in it than the negative that you are feeling. So give it a whirl and give us a call and feel better. We'll be right back to The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seals show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals, and now it is time for our Big Up Letdown. Every day I give somebody props for some dopeness and blows for some whackness. So today's Big Up, Big Up goes to the owner of this parked Kia Nero SUV who's about to get an unexpected car upgrade. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Ooh, them chestnuts is roasting on the open fire. Creed three star Michael B. Jordan reportedly crashed his blue Ferrari oh. into a parked Kia Nero SUV at the corner of Sunset Boulevard and North Beachwood Drive. Thankfully, the owner of the Kia was not injured. But imagine coming outside, seeing your car damaged, being distraught, like my car, (laughs) and then realizing it was Killmonger's car that caused the damage. I feel like that's the moment where you're also like, my back, you know, like, (laughs) my back and my back. You're like, but you wasn't even in the car. You're like, but we're connected. When you hit the car, it hit me (laughs) like a tether. It hit my soul. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I didn't even know they parked. 
Kia's and Ferrari's in the same place. Don't, don't they park <laughs> no. But ma'am, you're not understanding. She the car was parked. So he I think he was like driving by. And like it sounds like he's just like lost control. Y'all with these cars, yeah. these Ferraris. Anyway, <laughs> Christmas is about to come early. And uh, you know what? That key about to be a Tesla. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> but we're right. not getting Teslas because we are gonna make sure to be conscious of what is going on in the Congo and yes. mm-hmm. the uh the boycotting of anything that is utilizing the resources of the people of the Congo without the people of the Congo getting the actual resources of their resources. Okay. The let let down. Just as I know though, to go back to that, like I feel like in that moment, you also have to really like keep your cool. Cause if you, if you fan out, he would be like, you want, we can just take a picture. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and then That's he out. It's like, no, I need your insurance information. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's let down. Today's let. Down. This is so distressing to me because it's so irresponsible. The let down is that this woman chose this life. Okay, she chose this life. Kampala, Uganda, a seventy-year-old woman gave birth to twins. Mm. After receiving fertility treatment, oh, y'all, okay. this wasn't a this was not a nursing home accident. Okay, this was a planned effort. She had two babies at the same time at seventy. The babies mm. are stable. They were placed in incubators because they had a premature birth. Surprise, surprise. We should have had my mom on to talk about this. My mom is a former <laughs> midwife, and when I tell you, she be so hot. About the, the, the all y'all with all this IVF and IVB and IFC, <laughs> I don't understand. You're not thinking things through. Um, <laughs> wait, actually, that's a perfect time to use this. All these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. So, <laughs> this woman had this child, those childs, <laughs> and guess what? What? The daddy done left. So you're exactly. also a single mother at 70. I know mm. single mothers at 16 that can't handle it. I know single mothers at 30. That's like child 70. <laughs> that's a new it statistic. Just feels, it just feels really irresponsible. She said, men don't like to hear that you're going to have more than one child. Even after I was admitted, my man never showed up. Ooh. That's not your man. That was never your man. I don't even know if he knew that you were doing the, the fertility process because I'm so I'm thoroughly confused. How is anybody else? I, I'm confused too. You can't even drop the kids off at your grandma because your grandma <laughs> is at least, you know, 85. <laughs> and she's like, I did my time three times. <laughs> she probably I wonder if she has kids. She may have oh. to have her kids babysit their brothers and sister. You know oh my what? God. Oh, Lord, this is too much. There's so many levels to this. And at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm just like, good thing that you are in Africa because it is going to take a village. Mm-hmm. Please. We'll yes, be right I. back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals show. (laughs) I'm Amanda Seals, y'all. And um, man, we talked a lot. We talked about a lot of things this hour. We really did. But I'm still stuck on that last break with this 70 year old woman who decided to have (laughs) twins. Because like 70 is so not 50. 
No. Mm-mm. It's not I even 65. Okay. Mm-mm. And I know people might be listening like you're being an ageist. And I'm like, I'm being a biologist. Um, <laughs> realist. Like, a realist. You know how worn out one baby would have made her, let alone two. And I, when I, and I'm not even just making this about her. Like when I saw that, like Robert De Niro has like a baby on the way at 70 something, mm. I think, I think I heard that Al Pacino was like 80 with the baby on the way. It feels very irresponsible to me. Children need parents. Yeah. And you have an expiration date. You're a human being. Our bodies mm-hmm. are degenerative. Like it's just what it is. And right. when I say that our bodies are degenerative, I'm not even just meaning like, oh, like you're going to possibly pass away soon. But like, your physical ability to interact with them is limited. Like, and mm-hmm. you as a person deserve to have care for you. Like the right. care that mm-hmm. is going to be needed to give to the baby. Like that's what you actually deserve at this time in your life. You deserve mm-hmm. to be cared for. So it just feels really irresponsible. And I feel like what ends up happening is that these kids are going to end up caring for these elderly parents earlier than they deserve to be having that responsibility. A yeah. lot of diapers and what happened for algebra. Both ha- that new algebra. 70 year olds can't do this new math. My 40 year old friends are struggling to help their kids with their homework. Oh my God, you're right. I thought they you were, were saying only some doing type of like internet euphemism, like the new math is mathing. No, you literally meant the new math. math. Yeah, this new algebra. Well, we're going to go from new math to new moon because NASA is about to get a subdivision. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. Your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It is Tuesday, December 5th. And on this date in 1933, the 21st Amendment to the United States Constitution was ratified, repealing the 18th Amendment and ending the prohibition of alcohol. Earlier in the show, I talked about how there's criminalization of things Mm -hmm. and we see that these politicians are making crime Mm-hmm. They create crime. This is a great example of that. They, you know, in 1933, all of a sudden, something that was wrong is right. It was also <laughs> right. on this day in 1955 that the American Federation of Labor, the AFL, and the Congress of Industrial Industrial Organizations merged and formed the AFL-CIO. Their mission is to work to improve the lives of working people. So we shout out to all of our labor unions because they have definitely been on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got voting and venting. And we also got to talk about NASA. NASA wants to build houses on the moon. And we got to ask you, if you moved into a house on the moon, what are some things that you would make sure to bring with you from Earth to make sure that it still feels black? Okay. On the dark side of the moon. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Yeah. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. 
only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. How's everybody doing out there? I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Let's get into this black news. Um, actually, no. Well, it's kind of black So basically, six-year-old Austin, Texas company called Icon is partnering with NASA to construct 3D printed buildings on the moon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. NASA invested $57.2 million to Icon. So the ingenious strategy, their words, not mine, involves Mm -hmm. utilizing moon dust as the material for the 3D printing process. So instead of figuring out how to take the garbage that is here in the world mm-hmm. and sending it to the moon to mm-hmm. turn into something useful. They mm-hmm. said, we're just going to take what's already here. Does this sound familiar to anybody else? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that moon does. Yeah. <laughs> the idea is to minimize the quantity of items required to be transported to the moon. Um, but I want to ask you guys, if you were going to go live on the moon, what are some items that you would bring with you to really like make sure that your home still feels like a black home? You know, that if they appraised your home on the moon, that they would give you a lesser rate. What, what would y'all bring? Now I, I have for me, um, there's going to be an abundance of butters, cocoa butters, cocoa, shea, in, in forms, right? I'm going to have whipped shea. I'm going to have raw shea. I'm going to give you all of the butters. I'm going to make sure yeah. that that is there because I know that I will not be able to get that in the mess hall. <laughs> no, not at all. Definitely not. You know, they have those uh, scented holiday like um, plugins, like the Glade plugins. I would have those, but they would be like soul food smell. So, like, you know, soup set up high. Baked macaroni and cheese, <laughs> collard greens. It's like my my moon home always smelled like the black house. You know? <laughs> Your moon home always smells like Sylvia's in Harlem. All right, all right, all right. What about you, Rita Brand? <laughs> well, to that point, Jeremiah, it's going to be fabuloso for me. Like, it has to smell fresh. I'm going to boil the fabuloso. I'm going to have the moon smelling clean as hell. And Hennessy, like... <laughs> what? I'm gonna need- <laughs> Do y'all really still drink Hennessy? Yeah, I'm more of a like a dark tequila person, but if I'm speaking <laughs> for all black people, we we need Hennessy. <laughs> just in case I'm go down and we just need a shot of Hennessy <laughs> to stay over to be okay. Or the bottle. Now I would I'm I'm also gonna bring some portraits. Okay. We gonna have okay. like, you know, the, the wall of portraits that they had and do the right thing. We gonna have mm. that. Okay. So we're going to have the, the the people, the illustrious League of Master Blacksburg's wall, you know, which will include <laughs> folks like, you know, of course, the greats, Malcolm, Martin and such. Mm-hmm. But it will also mm-hmm. include, you know, Big Boy and Andre 3000. 
Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Claire Huxtable, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. So that's what's going down. How big is All your right? moon carry on, Amanda? You bring a lot of stuff. You got portraits, you got bottles of butter. And I know you <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it listen, it's, it's, it's a new day. So my portraits <laughs> could be digital. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay. Holograms. <laughs> Holograms <laughs> and an air What are y'all fryer. gonna bring? What are y'all gonna bring? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. When we get back, let's talk about Small Doses podcast and my latest episode featuring Roy Wood Jr. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, you know you can get this show wherever you get your podcast. And you can also check out the latest episode of my other podcast, Small Doses. All right. Now, this week, the Small Doses episode was Side Effects of Political Comedy featuring Roy Wood Jr. Let's take a listen. It's reading and baseball. Those are the two things I care about because I believe in those two things bettering black neighborhoods. Baseball? Yes, absolutely. Please expound. Baseball teaches you failure. Baseball is a game of failure. And black people need to learn failure? You need to learn how to do it. I think we got that now. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I kind of think well, that's one thing we could teach. Yeah, it's patience. It's strategy. It's waiting for the right moment to make your move. You're alone, but you're part of a bigger ecosystem. It's a team sport, but it's really a bunch of people. Individually doing well within the... Within their space okay. to help the community. <sighs> the community. Your job is just first base. Don't worry about second. Don't worry about left field. Because second and left field are worrying about second and left field. Correct. And you can trust that. Correct. But just do what you're supposed to do when it's your time to do something. But do exactly what you're supposed to do. I just, I was so surprised that he had brought baseball in it. Because, of course, you know, black folk don't really rock with baseball. Uh, no. By the way, though, <laughs> no. there's some real fine baseball players that, that you know, y'all just ain't paying attention to. I can't even, I don't even know their names, they but they're there. <laughs> But is it the yeah, opposite of Amanda? Is it, I feel like black, black people don't rock with baseball because baseball don't rock with black people, really. You are not wrong. You know what? You are not wrong. I also heard that baseball is actually like really expensive, like as a league sport. Yes. Um. Yes. So like for Little League and like even when you get into, you know, the AAU leagues before you're like actually in a um maybe like a high school thing, like it's, it's like mm-hmm. very expensive. And if you want to play year round, you have to get into a league and you have to buy into a league. So. But you can check out the latest episode, Side Effects of Political Comedy with Roy Wood Jr. There's some very interesting moments in the episode. You know, like when I was asking him about like, you know, what do you feel like is your responsibility as a political comedian? And he basically was like, I don't have one. And I was like, huh. (laughs) And then there's also when he told me about who represents him at CAA. And I was like, huh, because I can't stand his agent because she's a phony. Um, But if she does good work for him, then that's really good. But uh, yeah, make sure you go to wherever you get your podcasts and check out Small Doses Podcasts, all right? We'll be right back with How Black We Feel at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. It's Amanda Seals, and I am here with the Amanda Seal Show squad, and we got to ask ourselves, How Black Do You Feel? <laughs> All right, y'all. How black do y'all feel today? Who's starting off? I feel as black as black Jesus, y'all. Because oh, wow. my soul left my body this morning because my computer stopped working and they made me do a whole like reset with a new operating system. I'm not logged back in. Nothing was there. Like mm. 
no files, no mm-hmm. nothing. Only to realize I had like created a, a separate little account. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Baby, for about 2.5 <laughs> seconds, I was going crazy in my house. Like, oh my God, I've lost everything. <laughs> but I'm fine now. <laughs> What's the, the lesson you learned? Through. What's the lesson you learned? Back up this computer today. I, mind <laughs> you, I'm saying that to you, but I, I, I too, I too need to back up my computer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Anyone else? Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Um, I feel first black fraternity black because yesterday <laughs> was Founders Day for Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, That's and I actually woke up and put this on and didn't even know it was Founders Day. So I felt like oh, I was wow. real in sync with the universe wow. yesterday. So there you go. And birthday shout out to Jay-Z. I missed that too yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to know when your Founders Day is though. I didn't even know what day it was yesterday <laughs> at all. So yeah, I was Happy Founders Day to the Alphas. <laughs> I'll go next. I feel James Brown black. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Why? All of us. Mm. Not because I look like him, but say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. I just feel a good sense You just feel of real proud pride to be in being a black woman today. Amen. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. All right. All right. I feel a bitch better have my money black. Ooh. Like I want to roll up on some people because I'm seeing oh. people putting up Christmas trees with presents under them and they owe me money. And I'm like how you got money for gifts and trees and decorations and you ain't paid me back yet bitch better have my money maybe they got it on play I'm about to pull up I'm pulling up (laughs) I already know where Um, Amanda's about to go (laughs) you know what I'm all anytime you say anything like that you know I have exes that owe me money and I want my money okay if I see them getting presents for their children and they didn't pay me my money I'm gonna feel some type of way so we all Supreme knew I was gonna say that and he was right Um, How black do I feel today? I feel... Oh, man, I have so many thoughts. I feel... um, I feel Harlem Renaissance black today because I feel like I'm tapping into, like, multiple of my hyphens, you know? Like, I'm, I'm painting, I'm drawing, I'm hosting... Uh, I'm I'm like ideating around a show. I'm supposed to be performing in New York next week in a play. And I'm performing a monologue that I wrote and I'll be in character. So, you know, it's like all the different artistic kind of vibes and elements mm-hmm. are happening at one time, but like in my body. So I feel like I'm embodying the Harlem Renaissance. Oh, I use the finger wave now. <laughs> All I need is a <laughs> All right. Well, that's how black we feel today. I hope you're feeling black, 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 and proud, just like TJ. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the
Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We're up, we're up, we're up. And it's time to listen, laugh, and learn with the word of the day. Okay? Are y'all ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a word that I use quite often and probably not even correctly all the time, but it does get a lot of burn. Got a lot of burn. The word is bifurcate. Bifurcate. Oh. It's a verb. Bi. Bi means two. Two. Uh, <laughs> means separate. <laughs> Don't have that divide that bifurcate it. <laughs> oh wow! I got. That. <laughs> um, I think bifurcate means to like to put to like siphon through something or to separate something. Yes, I'm with Rita on this one. I like that. Don't don't hide that. Divide that. Bif- bifurcate. That. <laughs> um, I feel like you all kind of got that. <laughs> bifurcate oh. is. <laughs> To divide into two branches or parts. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Okay. Uh, in a sentence, Deion Sanders and Tracy Edmonds bifurcated today. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, ladies, make sure your lace front ain't bifurcated from your forehead. Mm. <laughs> With lace. Okay. Mm. Um, when a highway bifurcates a forest. It also splits the habitats of animal populations that may sure. have a difficult time making it across safely to the other side. So they, they've been working on building like wildlife bridges. There's one by my house. Um, wow. So that's bifurcate, y'all. Now, a lot of politicians like to act like the House, I mean, like to act like the Democrats and the Republicans are bifurcated. But we have seen over the past few weeks that that is simply not the case. Mm. We got politicians say the darndest things when we get back. 60 second headlines and more. This is the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right here to listen, laugh and learn when you get back. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And it's time for us to get into another edition of Politicians Say the Smartest Things. All right. So today's politician is U.S. Defense Secretary, 70-year-old Lloyd Austin. And he said this about protecting the Palestinian civilians in Gaza. This kind of a fight, the center of gravity is the civilian population. And if you drive them into the arms of the enemy, you replace a tactical victory with a strategic defeat. So I have repeatedly made clear to Israel's leaders that protecting Palestinian civilians in Gaza is both a moral responsibility and a strategic imperative. Now, the reason why we're going to say this is the smartest thing is because this is the correct thing. Like there actually Mm -hmm. should be an awareness and a protection of civilian life when there is a war. However, it's a bit late. You don't think? (laughs) Uh, 20,000 souls have been lost. Not to mention the, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people that have been injured and how many have are still under the rubble. So Mm -hmm. it is... Uh, it is a bit late. Now, I was curious about like the role of the Secretary of Defense. And essentially, you know, he is the military advisor to the president. He's right. in all the meetings and the president mm-hmm. who is not in the military, like should be heeding his right. warnings, his uh, his ideas, his thoughts about things. But the, what he's saying here is that basically like there's a war that you fight physically and there's a war that you fight mentally and right. like with the people. And if you lose the hearts and minds of the people, 
then you have lost the war. And what he's saying here is that they're okay. Extremism begets extremists. Right. 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 So like you have like freedom fighters that came from the 1948 Nakba. Then you have Mm -hmm. another bunch of freedom fighters in Palestine that came from the Naqsa in 19, I think Mm -hmm. 67. Mm -hmm. You think this isn't going to create more folks who want to fight for Palestinian freedom. And now it's global. Right. 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 So that's what he's saying. He's like, I think we, I think we kind of put our foot in it. And so I mean, you even see that um, in our history as Americans, like you see, like the riots happen after Dr. King is assassinated, and that Correct. opens the Black Power movie. You have the Panthers, who are yep. like very much more militant, and like, oh, they was on that peaceful stuff before. Y'all ain't like yep. that. No, and finished, we didn't get anything done. So now exactly. we got to do this, right? You right. know. So hit me up, guys. One eight seven seven. That's not our number. one 262 The number is 1-855-AMANDA-8. All right? Keep it locked. We'll be right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show, and we are out of here, y'all. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. We covered so much. We covered so much. Did you know that Joe lied? In like 95% of his songs, we claim to lie, but mm, we're not so sure about that. But we definitely talked about some songs that we know they lying in and ones that they probably aren't lying in. When we say they, we mean these folks that be singing these songs. Also, we talked about House Resolution 888, broke it down to the bone bristle, okay? We did more than bifurcate it. We trifurcated it, okay? We quadfurcated it, all right? And we also talked about voting and venting. That's my new segment where I give you all the opportunity to vent about where your head is at with this voting situation. People keep asking me, Amanda, who are you voting for? And I'm like, it's not even next year yet. Like, let me live. I'm still forming my opinion. We talked about NASA building houses on the moon. And I know that some of y'all would go there. But what you going to bring with you to make it black? Okay, I want to know. We got to keep the culture going. If you missed any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts and stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. Coming up on Wednesday's show, our special guest, historian Letty Gore, will join us for Why You Bringing Up Old-ish. Plus, what old school female MC has declared that she is preparing for the greatest comeback in hip hop? When people start declaring things like this, it's like, just you don't gotta do all of that. Just do the thing. Also, Rita Brent is back with That's Not My Ministry. And that's not it. We've also got your big up let down and another edition of Politicians Say the Darndest Things. All that and more coming up on Wednesday's The Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We are.